The siren felt like it was inside my brain. My first thought was that it must be the vestige of a nightmare. That's how I normally wake up these days, in a cold sweat. But then I felt the after-effects of at least two drinks too many. My tongue felt coated, my throat hoarse, and my eyes drier than both. And seeing that I'm not usually hung over in my dreams, I concluded that I must be conscious, although perhaps just barely. The god-awful sound wailed through my head again. It was only then that I realized it was the ringer on my phone. I must have at some point changed it to the horrible all-hands-on-deck emergency sound. I wouldn't have answered it at all, but I desperately did not want to hear that shrillness again. Hello, I croaked. You sound like you were hit by a truck, said a woman's voice. Who's this? It's Nina. Then, after a slight pause, I was calling to say that I'll be there in fifteen minutes, but it sounds like you might need more time than that. Nina? She laughed, a soft, lilting sound that struck a chord of recognition. Rich's sister, she said, just as I recalled it myself. We talked last night at the party. I told you that I'd be coming by your place today at nine. I squinted over at the clock on the cable box, 8.45. Um, sorry, I muttered. I didn't... She laughed again. No apology necessary. You're doing me the favor. Favor? It felt like trying to reconstruct a dream. Shards of recollection were out there, but I couldn't pull them together in any type of coherent way. Neither of us said anything for a moment, and then, as if she had just gotten the punchline of a joke, she laughed for a third time. You don't remember anything from last night, do you? That was not entirely true. I recalled showing up at Rich and Deb's annual Christmas party in jeans and a sweatshirt, unshaven, while everyone else was dressed to the nines. I didn't care about looking more or less like an aging hipster, however— I hadn't wanted to go at all, much preferring to spend the evening as I did most nights, in the company of my closest confidant these days, Mr. Johnny Walker. But Deb had been Sarah's closest friend since middle school, and that gave her a sense of familial entitlement to invoke Sarah's will, claiming that my deceased wife would be very disappointed in me if I didn't attend her best friend's annual Christmas party. So, there was that. And I remembered meeting Nina, although what we'd discussed was still a mystery. A clear image of what she was wearing came into view, a low-cut, sparkly silver cocktail dress, three-inch pumps that brought her to eye level, and a pendant hanging midway through her deep cleavage. But let's be honest, even a dead man would have remembered that. Rich warned me that this might be the case, Nina said, sounding somewhat amused by my hangover. Last night, you agreed to come with me to visit with Legally Dead. He's being held at Rikers. I didn't have the faintest recollection of even discussing Legally Dead, much less agreeing to visit him in prison. But at least now I knew the what. Unfortunately, the why was still a mystery.